What's good, everyone? G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka the Rookie of New York, and I want to talk to you about Anchor and my show. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. I'll explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music intros, music outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy show about the stories mixed with entertainment, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, which is off the Meat Rat Chains NY podcast, alongside with my Instagram handle, gmoneystacks555 in Queens, and Queens, New York. To spell it out is O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z, N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in one word. Now, streaming platforms, in case you missed any of the episodes. We are on Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. And please don't forget that Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast is on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. Let's go.
What is five, four, three, two, one? Welcome back to all the current listeners and new listeners from all around the world, including Canada, areas of Long Island, including the five boroughs of the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. This is your host with the most G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka Rookie of New York. And you are listening to Off the Meat Rat Change New York Podcast, episode two to the two. Wow. Two to the two. Damn. It's uh-huh. crazy, right? <laughs> it is. It's a good number. You're like, you're like, what's <laughs> the drink? Oh man, if you're new to the channel and you miss any previous recorded episodes whatsoever, all you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, G Money Stats 555. Click on the notification bell so you can be reminded when the show goes on the air live. Upcoming episodes. Previous recorded episodes that's autom- that's going to be automatically added to the um to the channel page. Like, leave a comment on the episodes, including the topics, and don't forget and don't forget to share the the podcast along with streaming audio platforms with your friends. All right, so so um. So how was your weekend? It was um uh it was pretty uh it, Friday was kind of eventful for me, but the weekend was uh more relaxed. I definitely uh I like stayed in and just kind of recharged, was just recharging from like the week. The last week was super weird for me. So but yeah, yeah. So just recharging. So, super. so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I never really understood why they call it hump day in the first place. We're not camels. <laughs> yeah, me too. This is what we call it, you know. But yes, um, let's get to it. What are we? What are? What, what's going on? In the, All right. What shall we? What shall we discuss? I wanted to get your take on the SpongeBob thing. Oh, right. SpongeBob episode. Episodes pulled, right? They're pulling episodes, right? Um, I have the article right here. So, according to Deadline, it says SpongeBob SquarePants has been pulled. The the uh the quarantine crab episode from its current 12th season due to its virus storyline, which is so fucking dumb. The quarantine crab centers on a virus storyline, so we have decided to not air air it due to the sensitivities. Damn, damn, damn you oversensitive assholes, man. Always trying to ruin everything. Always ruining childhood cartoons and everything first being gonzalez then you try to cancel um motherfucking um fucking whatever like it's crazy to me man yeah wow okay so spongebob i mean i feel like a lot of these shows they're written by you know 
very talented people. Like I know the Simpsons have a few episodes that are kind of accurate. Like they kind of depict the things that happen and that actually happen later on without like realizing it. So I just feel like, yeah, um, I'm kind of shocked because SpongeBob is, it's SpongeBob. I mean, come on. But you know, but you know something though, man, like, you know, the Sims, like, like I said, the Simpsons is a cartoon comedy and based on parodies, just like, just like the character Deadpool, you got parodies and everything with dark humor and all that other stuff. It's like, what's next? You're going to cancel Deadpool too? Like, come on. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, every, it's like every hypersensitive motherfucker on 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 the whole cancel culture shit is really gone too far this time. Yeah, you know, I feel like people have a lot of time on their hands, but I also feel like who is this like affecting, you know? Like who is so hurt by this? Like if anything, you know, we should not really be like focusing or like focusing on a show that what is this episode aired what? Like I mean, SpongeBob has been around for like over a decade, you know, we're kind of focusing on something that is kind of, you know, a little bit to me, I feel like um, it just like, it's like, although it's irrelevant, it's just like not something crucial that we all need to be like, you know, rallying against, you know, there are other things that we can rally against. <laughs> like, you know, there are many and we all know what they are. So I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that episode though. The I don't. Remember. It didn't get. It didn't get aired. That's what it was. Really, it was gonna they, get. They pulled it. It says it's from the twelfth season. Yeah. Okay. So was it aired? It didn't air. It got pulled. Oh, was this? Wait. So this was a new episode that was coming out. No. Um. No. Right. Um. If it's the twelfth season. Um, yeah, it is. Now, um, where did I leave off? Oh, the quarantine craft centers on a virus storyline, so we have decided to pull it off the air due to sensitivity surrounding global, yeah, real, but you know real, what? real, real like, stuff. Like, but you know, um, so then in that case, like, what's the big deal? I know, like, South Park had like two episodes that, like, I don't know if you caught them, but South Park aired an episode last year about COVID. And then this year they they aired one about the, the vaccines, and no one had a no one had an issue oh, with it. Yeah. So I don't really understand. You know, I feel like they're both cartoons. They're both for entertainment. You know, a real like I feel like shows that depict things that are actually happening in like all in pop culture or actually like events like actual events that are happening are really yeah. good. Are good portrayal of that. I feel like we shouldn't we shouldn't be afraid to depict what's actually been happening to all of us and what's affected us you know and like if it's a form of entertainment it's a form of i guess therapy too you know <laughs> like people want to laugh at it because like what else can you do you know like yeah we are in like what is this the fourth wave you know like you know we should we should be able to laugh about it you know i don't think that especially spongebob i don't feel like they would be so like you know I don't think that it, like the content is gonna be something that's beyond PG thirteen, you know. So, uh, if anything, the SpongeBob episodes, of this one, if anything, the South Park episodes, like those seem a little bit problematic, but they still aired them. And I, <laughs> I saw them; they were great. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I thought about the whole Saturday Night Live 
previous episode that when, too. Um, mm-hmm. when they was doing like some type of game show about um at it was some someone was asking um each contestant if they would take the vaccine for money and I'm like what why would you do that <laughs> that's too funny <laughs> That's funny. I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Not for no $500 million, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy to me right here. Hopefully they release it, because now I really want to watch it. But we'll see. It just seems, it just seems to me like it's like. I want to pull up a conversation I had with somebody from um, the the Three Ugly Guys podcast, and I was asking one of one of the um one of the one of the hosts about um the whole cancel culture shit, and if I could pull it up, um, I should be able to find it because I remember posting it about this, um. Anyway, um, what else? What else do we have? What else going on? Um, I wanted to talk about the. Uh, so the other day, um, as I'm scrolling, looking for the um the conversation that I had, um, it's pertaining to a survey that I actually um was. That actually, while I was watching TV yesterday, there was like a survey in regards to subway riders who oh. are who were you know basically dissatisfied um, with the whole with the whole thing. And it's not just the harassment; it's the it's the it's the it's the subway slashings that's been going on for like it's been happening this year, which is crazy to me. Like, yeah. like this is why I don't take the train anymore because it's, it just seems to me. It just seems to me that the trains aren't safe as it used to be compared to compared to Ubers and taxis and whatnot. <laughs> like, and, and everywhere you go is nowhere safe anymore. <laughs> it's not. Um, I saw like a uh, New York Times said that. Uh, okay, let me see. Yeah, I feel like there has been a, a, a huge increase in slashings for sure, and just um. I feel like, um, I feel like there should be, I don't know. I feel like with all of the, like, also like the violence against like Asians, um, it's a scary time to travel on the subway. You know, I feel like, unfortunately it kind of like, it falls on us to like really look out for one, each other, one of one another. And like, it really falls on us to, to, to protect ourselves. And, and so, if that means like bringing pepper spray or learning some self-defense, these are things that I've, I've considered myself because, you know, I'm a, I'm a female and I'm also, also a Latin. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately we tend to be targeted, you know, people of color tend to be targeted. Now Asians are being targeted more and more. Um, and so, yeah. And it's unfortunate because it's, one of the only ways that many people can get around and there's no way around it to be honest like i mean yeah, that's crazy no one has money for ubers and lifts you know nobody has that kind of money. <laughs> Especially not right now in this economy although things are starting to open back up mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like yeah um 
And I think that the only thing we can do is yeah. um, I saw like somebody, I, I read that somebody was slashing um, like some, some UPS workers got slashed and like people are smashing windows on the subway and Oh boy. I know. I, I think that, uh, and now they want to, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a crazy time. Um, um, yeah, I feel like we're kind of, it's, it's dangerous for the employees too. And uh, I feel for them because, you know, they're doing a really hard job. They're doing a job like a lot of people, it's a job that needs to be done and they're not getting the proper support that they should be getting. And now like, you know, and they're constantly, they're constantly defunding the subway. They're always like, you know, doing less and less and putting less money towards it and raising the fares. And then, you know, we have like this, you know, sense of danger. Wait, the fund defunding the subway? Well, like, yeah, they're not putting as much, like, they're cutting out, like, I know they're, like, they were, like, cutting back on hours, and, like, they were cutting back on certain train lines, and so it's, like, it's a mess. It's a huge mess, and it's, it's like, an unnecessary evil, I guess, but, but yeah, I, I saw that somebody, there was a man who was window smashing on the 7 train. I, I take the 7 train, you know? A lot of people take the 7 train. Oh, boy. Um, The 7 train, oh, boy. I'm familiar with that train, though. And then, you know, I feel like New York is not enforcing laws against looting or against, you know, property damage or against indecent exposure or beatings or, like you said, like uh, slashings or any kind of, like, violence. Um, but they but got, I but saw that they just, they just, like, government Governor Cuomo just announced that he's going to find people that are not wearing a mask on the subway, which to be fair, okay. But why are we not addressing like these bigger issues of violence and danger? And like, mm. you know, you know, I don't understand. I think like, as always, their priorities are always mixed up, always not, not in line with like the safety of the public. And it's just something that, you know, you kind of, unfortunately, um, we kind of get the brunt of it as yeah. consumers and writers, so. Yeah, it's just dirty politics going on though, and that's why I'm, that's why I told be be live that I'm not a big fan of politics and stuff like that because it's not it's not really entertaining to me. People want to get away from dirty politics and the the, the the crazy ass news and the whole the whole craziness with the whole Darius Chauvin case and stuff like that. So it's like it's like 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 on some on some real shit though. Like it's just it's just People don't want to be fatigued. People don't want to be fatigued and depressed and all that other stuff and everything. But, you know, like, there's a lot of things in life that we cannot control. It's like we we would have to, we got to focus on the things that we can control versus the ones that's out of our reach. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't really get, though. They really think they could try to win the battle all alone based on one race and stuff but but it's not gonna it's not gonna work <laughs> it's not gonna work <laughs> yeah definitely oh boy yeah it's just crazy though man but um I did find the conversation that was 
talking to from three guys podcast and everything. And when I asked him about the whole cancel culture thing, um, he said he agreed with me that the that laughter is invaluable at times of emotional distress or tumultuous to boot. And he says it is wildly complex one to answer. It requires a lot of thought and more angles than the more that we are provided. I do believe that there are people out there who have found the power of trolling and use that to ruin people's lives. Of course I do. I also do believe there are people out there who want to be affected by and upset by things. In other words, in other words, like, you know, people want to find things to be upset about and they want to be, you know, pretending, pretending to, to, to be supportive and all that other stuff. It's like, it's like fake care. Like I was listening to, I was listening to an episode of guys next door podcast. And, um, Mouse Jones had a point about people who are basically pretending to care about things that yeah. they can't, re- that they're not going to be able to support. Like you're not right. like, it's just, cr- I just find it so crazy for the simple fact that there's so many fake people and there's so many people that's like, you know, fake outrage and, 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 and all the other stuff. It just, it's just mind boggling to me. That's why I don't do, that's why I don't go to a lot of protests because you never know when it might go from nice to being violent. Right. Exactly. You have to, you know, you have to do your part and, you know, just be smart and be able to read the room. Um, you know, you always got to be able to say no, you know, if you feel like you're putting yourself in harm's way, that's the last thing anybody wants to do. But I agree with the with the, the guys next door. Definitely. Like I said, I'm like, what can you do? And like, in times like this, all you can do is really laugh about it, you know, like yeah. as a form of therapy, as a form of release, as a form of just like, you know, it, it makes people feel like everything, like, you know, it gives you a sense of like, everything's going to be okay. Like we're all in this together, you know, we're not alone. We're all, yeah. by it. you know, it's gone to a point where like, I, <laughs> there are like songs that are like about, you know, quarantine and art is always, you know, art is, is inspired by true life, you know, life inspires art. And I feel like, um, I feel like that's normal and natural to like, want to write the quarantine, want to write COVID into episode <laughs> movies, into books, into songs. And so yeah. you know, like, no one's pulling those, those pieces off, you know? So yeah, I definitely agree with them. And yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with the whole people pretending to care and like rallying against a certain cause like for their own benefit or maybe just just so they have something to say or or you know there are people who love to be like on the opposing side of something you know so you know like to me this whole shit is like so so fucking overkill and and the reason i say overkill because it has to do with the whole hank azaria shit he he said in an interview on a podcast that he he's trying to go to every Indian person to apologize for the Apu character and stuff like that. But at the same time, it just seems to me that a lot of cats are trying to put actors in a box. Like you you try to put somebody in a box for one thing, but it's like you can't let a person expand. Like like what's going? It's just it's just too that's just crazy to me man 
And what's next? You want to try to cancel Samurai Jack 2, which is by which is by an actor named which is by an actor named named Phil Lamar. Like, come on. And he did a fantastic job doing the voice of Samurai Jack. They're fictional yeah. characters. Yeah. No, I didn't and, mean it's and, and another thing, I didn't get a to point out something in the previous episode 19. Um, if I'm a casting director and I'm looking for people with you know acting experiences, I don't want to just pick random people that's like you know, that's like you know, music artists and stuff like that. Like for like like for example, like ice like take ice cube for example. Like, like he he did music over the, over the years and everything, and his, and his first acting debut was Friday. Now, to be considered an actor, you gotta do more than you gotta do over five movies. If you're doing if you if you're just doing one movie, you're not technically an actor. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And and. I, I was gonna mention the um the boogie movie actually, um, Pop Smoke. I was gonna talk about that in episode twenty eight and everything, but I know you're little on time and everything, so I'm not even gonna go that far. So, oh yeah, boogie movie. Um, it's it's already out apparently. Yeah, it is. I I was watching it over the weekend. How? What do you? What, what are? What's your thoughts on it? What do you think? Good, check it out. Don't check it out. I actually checked it out though. Um, like it seems to me that um, I didn't understand why Paul Smoke was in that movie because it seems to me that he he doesn't have any acting experience, and his life was cut short in twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting uh, choice for casting. I'm sure, like there, you know, there must be some backstory there. Maybe he, they collaborated on the idea, or maybe there was some sort of, uh, you know, people <laughs> want out. Maybe he wanted his movie to get more exposure. So you know, why not cast a up and coming artist and you know, rest in peace. And uh, I mean, I guess in a way, like it was a good thing because you know. Like you said, his life was cut short. So at least he was able to, at least he was able to like, you know, have his moment on screen. And yeah. uh, from what I see, the movie is pretty good. And so at least in that sense, <laughs> his fans have something yeah. they could, um, some 87% of people liked it. So, you know, yeah. I guess in a sense, it's kind of a good thing that he was casted into it. Cause you know, I know he had a really huge fan base and like, you yeah. know, it's some, it's like a little something like, that he left them, you know, that, that they can watch and he, they could always rewatch, you know, same thing with like DMX and all the movies he was in, you know, like, yeah. And so I think like, you know, it is weird. It's, it is an interesting choice for casting, but <laughs> I didn't see it. Now I do want to see it just cause like, I'm looking at the names like Eddie Hung and then you have, you know, Hop Smoke. So it definitely piques your interest, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what did you see that on? Like, did you, uh, I was watching it on a phone app on my phone. Got you. <laughs> Say no more. I already got. I already yeah. got an idea. Because I don't have. I don't have Fire Stick. That's the only crazy part. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. <laughs> I know Fire Stick. Fire Stick and Netflix are pretty expensive too. 
Yeah, exactly. It is. It gets expensive. But I do, <laughs> I do like that it's a it's based in Queens, you know? I'm, you know, Queens. Yeah. So that's awesome for sure. You um, know what's you know what's crazy? I was I was I was watching the Boogie movie. I didn't know Charlamagne the God was in that movie. Oh yeah? Does he have yeah. a, is he like a does he have a big role in that? Um he has like a small role. Oh, so he does like a cameo. Okay. Yeah, I see a bunch of random people. Like <laughs> I'm like, who's Taylor Page? Who is this? Taylor Page. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I've never heard of these people. Oh, she was in Ma Rainey's. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, that's good, you know. I feel like I, I always get I always get tired of seeing the same old actors in the same movies. Like it's like how many times can like Brad Pitt be in a movie? How many times can like Leonardo DiCaprio be in a movie? Like it's just like at a point where like they've oversaturated like the films and like I'm just kind of like, okay, what now? Like Johnny Depp is another one that I'm like, can we like give other up and coming, you know, actors and actresses, you know, definitely people of color like a chance? Like And then you know, there's and then um as you were speaking of about prior to the whole Batman thing, on um, Christian Bale portrayed Batman as well, right? And also, um, what a lot of people may not understand is that you know, there's not a lot, there's not enough roles for everybody. Like, it doesn't matter what, it, like, it don't matter what race you are. Like, just because you're doing a, an audition yeah. and you're trying to and you're trying to get the role for a certain character or a certain fictional character based on ethnicity or whatever. Like, like I was saying before, like an actor is a person who's portraying um, a fictional character that's putting themselves in a person's um, situation. Yeah. It's not based on playing yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like you said, like there aren't many roles. So like we should give other up and coming people roles. We should, yeah, but it gotta should let them, you know, have their moment and, you know, prove themselves and uh, add their, their, their twist on it and, you know, contribute in that way, you know, for sure. Definitely. I feel like I, instead of seeing like the same people over and over again, you know, so I guess like, <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always like down to see, you know, I agree. Like, I agree. You know. I agree with you. No, the Gami, AK Stephanie, but I, well, I will say this though, <laughs> like you gotta have, you gotta have the acting chops to, to, you gotta have the acting chop experience. Like you can't just randomly go for a role and you don't have no acting chops. It's like it's almost like it's almost like going to a restaurant and you buying and you buying a piece of juicy steak and it's like fucking raw and it's not cooked and shit. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> right. No, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> I didn't think you get my metaphors and stuff. No, no, no I get. <laughs> they're uh, they're good. They're good. <laughs> out of the box, but I appreciate that. Kind of oh my goodness! So, um, <laughs> speaking of appreciation, remember we talked about Nas and the whole Grammy thing, right? Did you hear? Did you ever get to hear the new album? I didn't. But what King's Disease? Yeah, <laughs> I only heard like two songs actually. Yeah. Um, one is um ultra black, and the other one is um. Oh, that's a cool name. And the other one is um spicy. Okay, 
Cool names. <laughs> Ultra black. I like that. And spicy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. ASAP Ferg was in the video as well as the other people. I forget their there names. There we go. There we go. That's a good feature. <laughs> I forget the other guy's name too. Um, um, and speaking of Nas, um, I want to touch on the whole right. Illmatic album. Yes, let's do that. Um, the Illmatic album got um got added to the Library of Congress, um, recording artistry. Um. Let me just look up this article so I don't forget what I'm going to talk about because I can't choke on this recording. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a national history uh, reserve that documents art that reflects human history and culture over 143 years. It's the 25th audio piece to ever be inducted. That's crazy. That's That's amazing. Yeah, and I have an article by by Stardom101magazine.net, which took place in March 29th, by the way, which was recently. So the album's technique has been widely copied and proven broadly influential, read a statement from the Library of Congress. From the album Ilmat to the Germ to the Grammy Award-winning body of King's Disease, lyricist Nas has been delivering poignant bars, punchlines, by the way, for over two decades, and he recently received a major honor for his contributions to the realm of music. The Queen's native debut album has been added to the Library Congress National Recording Registry. Man. Man. <laughs> Nasa's real name is Nasar Jones, has continued to use his artistry as a vessel to lyrically paint vivid imagery of what it's like to come of age in an inner city New York neighborhood and the perils often faced by the Black community. Yeah. Jones' work intertwines socially conscious and culturally re relevant elements. The Library of Congress announced it would at his 1994 debut album, Ill to the National Recording Registry. The album, which gave listeners a peek into Queensbridge houses, had a producer lineup that included Q-Tip, DJ Premier, Pete Rock, and Large Professor, and was released under Columbia Records. Oh, boy. Critics quickly extolled it for its rhythmic originality and its realistic yet fresh take on life in the Queensbridge projects read a statement from the Library of Congress characterized by the masterful use of multi-syllabic and inter internal rhyme surprising line breaks and rhythmic complexity the album's technique has been widely copied and proven broadly influential the album featured along with Nas was his father Olu Dara the sample soul production of a set of deeply talented and experienced producers, including Q-Tip, Large Professor, Pete Rock, L.E.S., and DJ Premier. And you know the rest. I'm not going to read all this. <laughs> right, you feel, how you feel about that, man? I feel like it's 
totally i mean like it should be celebrated and this, this is an amazing way to celebrate one of like his greatest albums um and i feel like there might have been like um i feel like in a way we um i think maybe like his fans were able to do this because i know like a lot of people were i forgot what they were criticizing but there was a i think a few weeks back like the grammys they were like criticizing the grammys and basically they were just like how is Nas like just winning his first grammy when he's been making music he's had so many other outstanding works that he's put out and so i think like in a way it kind of like it got people talking in a way i feel like it, this kind of sort of cat like was the catalyst for for this and i feel like um, in a way yeah, it definitely needed to be spotlighted and and i feel like this is a this is the way to do it um i feel yeah. like I know, uh, I know Kendrick also, one of his albums, I forget how, but it, it had some similar treatment where they were honoring it for, you know, its work and for like what it, the yeah. story behind it and everything. So I feel like this is good. I feel like this, sh this should happen more, but not, it shouldn't take this long though. Like if there's yeah. no that should take this long. This is insanely long. This is over 20 years that we've been waiting, like that, that this happened, you know, but I'm glad that, you know, there's been, an awareness that's been peaked now and so now we're looking to <laughs> yeah, definitely now we're looking to works of art that we never like people wouldn't usually want to to spotlight in that way yeah 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 that is pretty interesting though like but but um i did as i previously said in the previous episode um nas did win two hip-hop awards by the way Yeah, I mean, but he should have won like twelve by now. Like, I feel like he's such a, you know, he's definitely up there. A legend. Yeah, I feel like he's a legend. Exactly. He's in. He's inspired many of our, today's artists, many many people, many works of art. You know, he's in touched a lot of people's lives. So, I feel like while this is definitely the step in the right direction, I feel like we should see more of this, and we should see it happen in, in a in a at a faster rate you know we shouldn't wait this long mm. the man deserves credit for sure yeah exactly i mean it's about time that he got the credit that he deserves it, just, it just seems to me that um it's just it's just crazy to me that it's been so long since he he didn't get an award and stuff like that and it's like it's just it's been it's like he's been overlooked like i said previously he's been overlooked and stuff definitely for sure he's been overlooked yeah i feel the same way <laughs> yeah and and also um also um before i get to the next topic um yeah let me yeah. let me get this out the way um i do want to apologize for soul live who tried to make me do the imitation of NBA young boy and stuff and I just wasn't with it. It's okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> I just right. wasn't I just wasn't with it though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm gonna touch on the mumble sauce episode <laughs> in the future because um it seems like it's ruining hip hop so I'm not gonna I'm gonna touch on that in the future right. episode. Please. I got so much to say. Now he's in. Now he's already in hot water in jail. <laughs> I know. He's what now? <laughs> oh man. 
Oh man, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. He's in jail now. Oof. <laughs> Yo, shit. He did some dumb shit. He did, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He looks happy though. I just saw a picture on Twitter. He looks happy. There's like a picture of me smiling. He's like in, happy to be in prison. How is that happiness? He looks happy. <laughs> Oh man. Oh boy, oh boy. That's crazy. <laughs> and speaking of which, I want to get your take on this whole ridiculous idea of DC Comics deciding to 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 add a black person to be Superman. That is never going to happen. Not <laughs> not in your lifetime. Like I don't understand. I don't understand like you really have Black superheroes, like, you know, one of the guys from, from Green Lantern, John Stewart. You already have you already have a DC comic um superhero, Black Lightning. Why the hell would you want to add fucking a fucking black superman? It's gonna be corny like macaroni, like like the food I eat. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. I think it's good. But I feel like <laughs> no, no, no. you know, I feel like it's I feel like, cool, I'm down with this kind of forward thinking of, like, you know, pushing characters to not just be white passing. But, but I feel like I do want to see all the other cool, actually black characters in DC Comics have their moment. Like, let's let's start off there. Let's actually, like, because there are many black characters in DC Comics. Like, we should give them, we should do right by them, you know? And we but should- you know- but you know something, DJ Nogami. There's no Clark Kent, the character in the comics, is not black. Exactly. He's, he's he's white, he's like a white vanilla chocolate um complexion. Right, he is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about I don't know about the whole the whole black Superman thing. Because next thing you know, you're gonna mess up the story. You're gonna mess. They're gonna mess up the whole storyline and everything. If you try to get a black Superman, it's gonna it's gonna be trashy to the assy. <laughs> Are they gonna do it though? <laughs> Are they gonna do it though? Oh man. They thinking of they thinking about it and shit. Cause what happened what happened was there was like a situation with Henry Cavill who who tried to do the sequel to Man of Steel. But mm. it, it kept being put in the back burner. So it's just, it's just to me, because Henry Cavill did a good job as Superman in Man of Steel. I don't understand why would you try to cast him with a black actor who doesn't have super, super doesn't have Superman um superhero experience. <laughs> yeah. They'll oh. figure it out. <laughs> I don't know how the storyline's gonna go though. That's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> oh boy. And speaking of crazy, I'm listening to the Breakfast Club and they was talking about this idiot who this idiot who goes by the name of Kevin Van Lovin. <laughs> I can't believe that's his name. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> his name's Kevin Van Lovin. Kevin Van Lovin? 
Yeah. <laughs> Love he's, it. He's 59. He's 59 years old and he was caught on camera. He was caught on camera and shit. Um not even not even bringing into someone's house or whatever, but he's caught on camera jacking on to a tickle me animal doll. <laughs> Clown burger to the fullest. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> Home inspector allegedly caught with a masturbates with doll caught on camera. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the tickle me animal doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was watching Pat the Prince. Why? <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Why is this real life? <laughs> yo, yo, this reminds me of when I previously looked back on 18 and 19. Your reaction is so funny and priceless. <laughs> Oh what my gosh. Dude, he looks terrible. <laughs> oh my god, he's like doing it into a closet. <laughs> oh my goodness. What is he doing? <laughs> Why the fuck did they what? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. What? <laughs> he went into a closet. He went inside a closet, like he faced inside a closet to do this. Oh man! <laughs> but that's so messed up. And then he puts the doll back. Oh my god. <laughs> Second that oh. Matt Lubin expect to be back in court in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, as a condition of his Unbelievable. Crime, be <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Why? 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 I don't understand. Just why? Just be regular. Just just be a regular person. Um, just do that, you know, just stay at home and and do that before work, you know, like every like everyone else, you know, like you just you know jack off before work and just go into work and have a good, <laughs> have a good day. I don't understand. Like I I would I'm thinking about all the jobs I had and I'm like, listen, oh my god, that that would be crazy. I mean, yeah. Listen, I seen worse. One time I was on the E train going towards um going towards um, make a center from college and everything. It was me and some homeboys and everything. And we and we were witnessing some some damn idiot, right? This idiot had a bottle of water and a bar of soap. And then next thing you know, we looking at him and he's over there jacking off. He was jacking off in front of people. I was like... 
I believe that. <laughs> I believe it. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. This oh my gosh, man. Every everywhere I go, there's always some strange activities going on. <laughs> 2022. I'm not oh, sorry. we're not even. We're not even. Oh, we're not even at twenty. It feels like it's twenty twenty two, but we're. We're not even. We're not even there yet. It's just so much is happening that we're like in the future. It's happening. Yeah. Well, I really said it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's been a. It's been a day. It's been a whole. It's been a whole twenty twenty one. It's been a few. It's we're already in the fourth month of this year. Like what? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, time flies. We're already in the middle of April. Like I'm like, what? I gotta pay my rent again. Like and May and May and May is um mental health awareness month, which I wanted to collaborate yeah. with you about too. Let's do it. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. And um and let me see, the last topic I wanted to talk about in regards to the Colorado shooting. Okay. That's that's which let's is crazy that. to me. Like what? It's like the thing I don't understand with this story, with the Colorado shooting and stuff like that, is like what is this guy thinking? And he and he's fucking Muslim too. Like it just seems to me. It just seems to me like it's like what I'm having a hard time understanding is what possesses a person to just randomly just shoot somebody out of the blue. This is more idiotic than the Miami shit when the guy put the gun in the air and then decides to shoot the the gun in the air to stop all the, the ruckus of the fighting and all that other stuff. And I'm like, yo, this is why Miami, Florida got a fucking curfew, man, at 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. I just can't understand the whole the whole craziness that's going on. This is why I barely go out. I understand, yeah. Here's what <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is why I barely go out though. At a super at a grocery store, like, come on, man. Like out of all places. He did ten people. Ten people. Oh, 10 people, which is crazy, though. And uh, he was 21. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. In the, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just tragic. It's just, <laughs> it's been so many, it's hard because there's just been so many shootings, like, this past few weeks, and it's just, it's just sad, and it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep track of. And it's it's really tragic. It really makes you, like you said, not want to go out. I mean, it makes me worried for you know my loved ones too. You know, like I have many, many. You know, we all have our loved ones, but this is insane. And he was already on probation. I don't understand. You know, in certain situations, it's like you feel very powerless that you wish you could do something, but. This is literally, this literally happened a week bef- after the Atlanta the Atlanta massacre. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's quarantine. I don't know. There's just something that I've been feeling like this has been happening more and more often. 
way too much. Yeah, we need to find like we need to 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 reach people before they get to this point. We need to find a way to rehabilitate people. Um, we're killing. We're we're police officers are shooting innocent people, and then we have people. We have people who are not so innocent, like killing ten people, like. Uh, yeah. the, the shootings at the spa, how many people died? I think it was about six. I don't want don't quote me. I might be wrong mm. on that. Um but yeah, yeah. it's just tragic. It's um yeah. yeah. Who yeah, who are you telling? Four people were killed in the Atlantic, Atlanta, Atlanta one. And it's just like yeah, it's a, wait, it's I a it was, yeah. Wait, I thought it was like seven to eight people that got killed. It's I think there were some injured and then some that actually died. Mm. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think that we need to kind of um we need to uh, be kinder to one another. Yeah. I, I mean I you know I don't want to end the pad- podcast on a on a sad note, but this is just a reminder, you know, we need to be kind to one another. We need to show each other respect. Um you know, we're in this, we're all in this together, you know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we should, we should be coming together against, you know, it's, it's us against the virus. Like we gotta, like, we gotta not be coming at each other. We need to, we need to come together and, you know, and, you know, when like, uh, people get confused and they think that like other, like other people are the enemy and, and no, we need to, we need to band together and fight against police brutality and fight for black lives matter and fight this virus and, and fight against like inequality and injustice. And, and I feel like, yeah, I think like, I think that um there's just a lot of people that are scared and, and lonely, paranoid. And I feel like, uh, I feel like I said, like, if we just, Remember that we're all human and, you know, we all have feelings and needs and we just need to hold space for one another in, in that way that, that we can just have civilized conversation, have the, have the space to talk about these issues before they get out of hand, you know? You know, I just think that, yeah. And on, on that note, I have to go. <laughs> but it's yeah. really oh, nice man. talking to you and uh, we'll definitely do this again next week. Um, but yeah. Just want to end yeah. it on a positive note right there. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, this was a great episode 22. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah. Fun. Yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't uh, mean for this to be a short Yeah, I didn't mean for this to be a short episode and stuff due to your, due to your, um, your therapy appointment and stuff. Yeah. It's okay. But um, but yeah, this was a fun episode. Um definitely let's you know we'll touch base um next week. But yeah, uh I have to go now. So take care. It was yeah. nice talking to you. Um yeah. and yeah, stay safe, stay positive, and yeah, um have a good night. Yeah, let me know how it goes. I will, I will. All right, ciao. And you know, if you if you know you you can know you can always um talk to me. you can always reach out to me whenever you're going through something. I mean, you're not alone. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate. Like I said, I don't really be knowing when it's a good time to reach out to you because you got a babysitting job and your DJing gig. 
I know, and like things are opening back up. So yeah, definitely um, lots of uh, managing. Yeah, because so, yeah. the whole the whole 33% capacity was just going to be a lot crazy. It's not going to be a lot of people like it used to. Right, exactly. But yeah, um, we'll catch up soon, okay? We'll take care. Yeah, yeah most right, definitely. Bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah, later. All right, um, I'm gonna wrap this up right here. Um, even though this may be a look, this is not the longest episode, but um, but um, let me just start off by um, by saying that you can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, which is which is off the Meat Rat Chains NY podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and also if you like to make a charitable donation to to support the podcast there's two links that i would like to actually um that i would actually um basically like to like to discuss actually so when you go to the link tree on on my primary page or or my or the podcast page you're gonna see link tree slash g money stacks 555 you click on it and it's gonna say support the support the podcast by 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 giving a donation. And when you click on it, it's gonna take you to the area where it's gonna ask you for debit cards. Now we're not asking you to break the bank to make us happy. All we're asking is for you to do your best. I know times is hard and everything, so so. So that's another way you could do that. Another way you could you could um support the podcast is making a charitable donation to my Cash App, which is which is dollar sign G Money G Money Stacks five fifty five, which is the same as the YouTube channel. Um, also, I will go over the streaming platforms of where you can find the show and the podcast and stuff. So. So just um just bear with me here. Um all right, here we go. So where you could listen to the podcast goes like this. We are on Podorama, we are on Anchor, we are on Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, Tune In, Play FM. Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Breaker, Listen Notes, Google Podcast. And don't forget to look for Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio alongside with the YouTube channel. And speaking of YouTube, if you miss any previous episodes of of the show whatsoever um all you have to do is subscribe to the youtube channel g money stacks 555 click on the notification bell so you can be notified on on when the show goes on the air and upcoming episodes more video content previous recorded episodes like comment on the episodes that you that you like 
including the topics and also um also don't forget to share the show with your friends along with the audio streaming platforms and for for audio streaming platforms if you if you like the topics that was being discussed all you have to do is follow the podcast on each streaming platform which i just mentioned just now and also also don't forget to follow the podcast don't forget to download don't forget to like it it helps it helps the show keep going and further and also also like i said don't forget to to share the show with your friends along with the audio streaming platforms and don't forget to rate and don't forget to leave a review on the show the topics um what we try to do is inform what's going on not just not just currently but what's going on in our lives and everything so so with that with that being said listen i know this is a short episode whatsoever it's not that short but but um but um that was notagami um my friend she had a she had a therapy session that she has to do so hopefully she'll be back next time so that was dj notagami i'm g money stacks and thank you for tuning in rocking with us and also and also don't forget to share the show tell your friends your workers um your, your college friends don't forget to tell tell many people as you can so we could so we could keep the views going so we could keep the subscribers going on youtube and and other streaming platforms so with that being said like i said um i'm g money stacks this is this has been off the meat rat chains new york podcast episode 22 raw move so so one love and peace Listen, if you like what you heard, all you got to do is follow the podcast, comment about the topics and what you thought about the episodes of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram so you can be a part of the discussions for each topic every week. Plus, if you would like to be a guest co-host to chime in on topics, topic ideas, interviews, whether you are a rapper, singer, 
black-owned trendsetter that has a business, producer, actor, actress, doctor, DJ, VJ, radio personality, podcast host, other career fields. Need advice that you want us to read on the air like a chain letter about anything? You can email the show at off the meat rat chains ny podcast at gmail.com o-f-f-t-h-e-m-e-a-t-r-a-c-k-c-h-a-i-n-z n-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com now where you can follow us is on facebook and instagram which is all in one word which is off the meat rat chains and why podcast alongside with my instagram handle g money stacks 555 in queens new york that's g m o n e y s t a c k z 555 i n q u e e n s n y that's G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, in case you miss any of the episodes, don't worry. I got you. You can download your favorite episodes, like, subscribe, show the podcast some love with a five-star rating. We show our realness as far as the subjects being discussed in the conversations we have in each episode of the podcast inspire motivate sense of humor is an important key here because i believe laughter is the best medicine when it comes to dark times we want the show to be the safety net of putting a smile on your faces whether it's having bad days losses of loved ones work and other difficult challenges the show will be there for you no matter what you are going through. You are not alone in this case. Be sure to comment on the episodes with the topics. Share the podcast and streaming platforms of, of Anchor, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Deezer, PocketCast, Podchaser, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podorama, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Audio Burst. And don't forget, you can find Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the YouTube. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the channel page, G Money Stats 555. Click on the notification bell. So you can be reminded of when Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast goes on the air live, upcoming live stream episodes, previous recorded episodes, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the podcast, including the streaming services with your friends. I'm Gene Money Stacks, and thank you all for listening, tuning in, sticking around with us and watching us on YouTube. And let's keep the views going and the subscribers going on the YouTube. Thank you. One love.